fellow educators. Welcome to episode one of the Red for Ed podcast. My name's Jay. And I'm Erin. Uh, we're both teachers at Edison School here in downtown Phoenix. Um, I teach seventh and eighth grade language arts. And I teach fourth grade, but I only teach math and science. Yeah. Um, full disclosure, they don't trust her to teach reading yet, so. It's true. Maybe someday, Erin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the main reason uh, we're here, besides to bash Erin like that, is to talk about what's going on with the Red for Ed movement. Um, I don't know about you guys that are listening, but for me, when I get home from work or if I'm on lunch, like the last thing I want to do is go on Facebook. And no offense to all of you, you guys are great people, love you, but I don't, I, like, I don't want to read all these posts about like, hey, should we be doing this? Should we be doing that? Should we be doing that? So this podcast is kind of like for people to just get that news update that they need, you know, important events and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, when I was, when it was spring break and I had more free time on my hands than a normal school week, I was on Facebook constantly, like, checking out what other schools were doing, what other people were doing, how people were getting involved. But now, I mean, we're back in action, back in school, long haul for the rest of the year. There's yeah. not as much time. I've lost a lot of those connections with other schools and other districts and what they're doing. For sure. Now those people that are, like, thinking, wait, I thought you guys said you worked during spring break. Like, I think what you meant was... I mean, when I'm sitting in my classroom <laughs> on a Wednesday yeah. at noon, yeah. still going through things, right. grading papers, and everything else we do. Right. Like, if I'm not busy doing softball practice um, on spring break, you know, I'll be in my classroom doing something, and my friends will text me and be like, what are you doing? Like, you have the week off. I'm like, nah, not really, dude. So Still at my job. Still at my job. So, just so you know, before we get started with our conversation, um, I was going to give you a little bit of our social media uh, tag so you can follow us, because nothing makes Aaron more happy than when you follow her on twitter i need more it's like this thing like she like three weeks ago she didn't have twitter and now she's like give me all the followers guys i have 21 twitter followers right now yeah and i'm talking like i have seven thousand. i have like 400 so i'm not that cool so um anyways my facebook account is j barbudo uh and my twitter handle is at j a z c t and my name on Facebook is Erin, E-R-I-N, and my last name is really crazy. It's F-R-E-R-I-K-S. You say that like Frericks. But Wait, my Twitter... you say it like Frericks? No, well, you, you say, say it Frericks. Yeah. <laughs> my Twitter handle, though, is much easier. It's Erin, a teacher. Yeah, so um, if you need to get a hold of us, if you want to ask questions, if you want to talk junk, if you want to compliment our beautiful skills at speaking... Um, I gotta be honest, like, this is so weird. Because Aaron and I, usually when we talk to each other, it's, like, laid back, and it's like, hey, what's going on? And now I'm, like, trying to act all professional in front of her. I don't really know what to do. I don't really like it either. Yeah, I don't like it. But we're gonna keep going. Um, so, the first thing we wanted to talk about today was the walk-ins that happened at our school. Um, Aaron, you want to give them, like, a little detail, a little background of what's going on? Um, yeah, so we got our school together, Edison together, to do a walk-in. Um, we managed to get every, almost every teacher at our school on board, which was amazing. Um, it took a lot of going one-on-one -on -one to people and asking them if they were coming, but today was amazing. We had, what, 25 teachers out there today? I think we had 25 teachers, a couple support staff. We had one student with us who, yeah. that was really, that was honestly, I'm not going to say her name because, you know, privacy stuff, but having her there, she was one of my kids, um, that was honestly the coolest part. She brought a sign and it said, like, I support my teachers, and I just thought that was really cool. Because th that's the cool thing about middle school kids that some of you might not understand. It's like they're like so in that zone to like be like social activists, but they don't really know what to do. So to yeah, see I them heard, like figuring it out was pretty cool. I heard she was trying to 
activist everybody else to get some sleeveless shirts at Edison. Yeah, she, she has this whole, don't tell our principal, so Fred, if you're listening, don't pretend I didn't tell you this, but she has this whole deal where she wants to get sleeveless shirts allowed on Free Dress Friday. More um, power to them, more, I say. I mean, power to the people, right. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, it's cool for her to see us doing that, and it's, yeah. it sets a good example. So, because it's not like we're sitting out there with pickaxes, no. you know, coming off, like, some bender or something. <laughs> we're just, we're, we were sitting out there. It was pretty peaceful. We were, um, we had signs, a couple signs, like, honk if you support teachers. A whole uh, bunch of red for red signs. Yeah, and, and the cool thing is that, like, parents were genuinely curious at first. They were like, why is... Why is Mr. Barbuto outside? Like, why is he not doing his job? But it was cool when they were stopping um, and picking up the flyer that we passed out. Aaron was actually near the gate passing him out. Like, did a lot of parents stop and... Every parent that was driving in uh, picked up a flyer. And then, I mean, I know when I walked in, I don't know about you, Jay, but when I walked in, like, I at least five kids came up to me and said, why, why are you guys all matching? What are you guys doing out there? Yeah. And I'm sure it was, like, a little harder to explain to a fourth grader, but... They all get the general consensus that, like, it's not... This is my thing I told my kids this morning. It's not about us. I mean, it is. Don't get me wrong. Sure, I would love a 20% increase in pay. But that is awesome. That gets me so much relief on, like, bills and this and that. But the majority of it... The big thing for me is, like, that funding that comes into the school. I We're, we're like... The stuff we have to deal with is... It's bogus, yeah. you know? Our kids... I don't, I'm not the social studies teacher, but, like, the books that they have honestly look like a pornography store. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, well, they, they do, though, and I hate yeah. to say it, but it's true. I mean, it's not fair. They're having these books from, like, 2004. One of the books in there, like, George W. Bush is still the president, you know, and a lot, a lot has happened since that time. And if there's any subject that needs up-to-date textbooks, it's social de- social studies current events right so it's like they're not getting the materials they need and it and it and it sucks you know i hate to say it any other way but it's yeah. it's tough because you know the kids come here and i i can't speak for everyone's school if you're listening you might not be in a title one school but for us our kids are 100 percent school dependent yeah you know there's a good chance that the only warm meal our kids are getting every day is here and for them to come in and get inadequate stuff like that that's not fair to them so that's why I let them know today, like, hey, like, I can't really get into all the details because, A, you know, they don't really get it. But, like, I just wanted them to know that, like, it's not just for us. It's for them, too. That's all I told my fourth graders. I said it's about getting you guys a better education. And I think that they understood that. I mean, they're only 9 and 10, but. Right. And I think, like, within 10 minutes they forgot about it probably. Yeah, <laughs> but, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But um, it was cool. It was cool because. It start when we when I first got to school. You know, our first bell is at seven thirty. That's when we had to be in, and it was cool because I got here at probably like six fifty, and there was no one out there. It was me and another teacher, this girl Holly that we work with, and um, it was the two of us. And then all of a sudden, I saw our a governing board me- member. I'm not going to say her name, but a governing governing board member show up, and I was just like, oh my god, this is actually happening. And that was my favorite part of the whole walk-in. We had three board members show up and show us some support and superintendent it was awesome yeah it was cool our vice principal she was out there with us like honestly this is this is one question i want to ask you because i see this on the facebook group a lot um what do you feel like is a good way to go about getting leadership involved and like letting them know what's going on so 
here on the spot. <laughs> at Edison, we two of us went to our board meeting itself and asked them kind of, a few weeks ago before this really got as right. big as it is. Right. And we just said like, hey, we're out here like wearing red, doing our thing. Like, what wh- what are you guys doing? How do you guys support us? Do you not want us doing this? And it was it was an amazing experience because immediately the board president, who was not supposed to like speak back to us when we give things like this at the board meeting, but he was like, couldn't contain himself. He That's was cool. like, I really support this. This is a great movement. And same thing with our superintendent, which was awesome. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is, and I saw someone post this today, or maybe one of one of our teachers said it, but it's like, just let them know what's going on. Yeah. Let them know what's going on. Like this whole, I get people, I get people are a little nervous. I understand why, but I'm telling you, I, I can't speak for every district, every district, but for us, just being honest with them since, like, day one has helped so much. To the point where, like, we're recording a podcast and I told you what school we're at. Like, I'm not afraid to say that I work for Edison School in Phoenix Elementary School District Number 1. Like, I'm proud of that fact because I saw my superintendent there today. I saw the board members. And they're supporting us. They're wearing red. They're, they're here. They're listening. And that's cool. So... And I think that having their support gets more people For on sure. board. Like our teachers at our district, or at least at Edison, aren't as scared to get involved because they, they've they heard and seen for their, themselves today that we have people backing us up and being there for us. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta like be like, you know what, I'm sticking up for myself. Yeah. You know, that's that's what we did. And if it comes off that we're being like, like we're, you know, I'm doing like the King Kong thing right now, you can't see me, but if it comes off like we're like beating our chest, it's kind of because we are, because we're not afraid. That's and we're making thing. ourselves uncomfortable. Like, I'm definitely sure. not the person at, at Edison that's like, I'm going to come into every classroom. But I did that yesterday. <laughs> I made sure that everybody was on board, and right. you just got to make yourself uncomfortable. Right. And those that know me know that I am kind of that person. Yep, that's true. Should have made him do it. The cool part is that it's I'm slowly starting to see more and more people come through. Yeah. That's the best part. Even today, I'm not going to say her name. But a teacher that was not really on, it wasn't that she wasn't on board, she was just nervous, which I get. She came up to one of us, our friend Kira today, I'm calling you out, Kira. Uh, our friend Kira, she, they went up to her today and said, like, hey, I'm in, let's do this, which yep. is so cool. I had another friend um, at another school in our district, um, he texted me today after I put up a picture of us with, like, the governing board members, and he was like, I'm in, I want to be a liaison. And that's like that's why we're doing this stuff. I just want to we want to prove to people that like it's okay to speak out. So here's a little plug for AAU out there. Yep. If you know a school that doesn't have a liaison or you're at a school that doesn't have a liaison, sign up to be a liaison. I think that that's like the biggest step to get us in the right direction. <laughs> if you have schools still in Arizona that aren't active and aren't involved, then we're headed down a dead end street right now. So right. text people, let them know that they should sign up. Right. Like there's, there's, um, the email to email is Arizona educators United at gmail.com. Um, so email them your name, school and the district that you're in. And before you think that like Noah or Rebecca or Dylan or Kat or any of those people are like sitting, staring at us with like guns pointed saying like, (laughs) say this stuff, be our propaganda puppets. That's not true. That's not happening. I mean, it's just a fact. You know, I don't think I've ever actually talked to any of those people either. No. So. Yeah. Oh, Aaron. That's <laughs> I'm, just, no, I'm just saying, like, they're not telling me what to say. Yeah. So. <laughs> that wasn't a set. If we learned anything today, it's that Aaron wants more friends. <laughs> well, that's always true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but, 
Yeah, so the main thing is that like we just need we need more support. You know, we're getting support in pockets of the state right now. But I can't speak for every district, but we were looking at it last night and there's some districts that are just like barely any representation. Yeah. So, and in our district itself. Yeah. I mean, even our district, you know, we sound all hoorah about it, but there's still some hesitation from the district, so I hope that, like, stuff like what happened today gets them out there. I agree. All right, moving on to the second part of our show. Um, I just wanted to go through the Facebook page and look at a couple of the schools that are uh, participating in the walk-ins today. So just going down, like, Griffin Elementary School, good for you guys. Great picture. Um Ball School District at the board meeting last night. That's cool. Oh, yeah. If you could send me more pictures of that, that looked really interesting. Um, oh, Patricia, she's on maternity leave, but she's still... Oh, man. That baby's cute. Mm. Corona del Sol, I know that. Oh, nice. Uh, Sunset Hills and Dysart. I saw... Oh, Dysart. I want to give them a shout-out because they were the first school that I saw post that picture with the all the governing board supporting. Oh. So, cheers to you. I'm cheersing my empty Diet Coke bottle full of water to you guys right now. Um, Paradise Valley, ooh, the little red for red hashtag. Yeah. Uh, Terramar? Terramar Elementary? Yeah, Peoria. Well, shout out to Peoria for making it all the way down to the Capitol the other day. Yeah, that shouts. Shouts to Peoria. Yeah. That was cool. I'm jealous. Yeah, because yeah he, is. he tried to get us all to rally over there today. And yeah, it didn't really work out. Way well. last minute. Yeah, it was last. I'm kind of like a last minute, like, oh, let's just do it. And everyone's like, no, eh, it's not. <laughs> so we'll get there. Um, Knox Gifted Academy in Chandler. Good for you guys. Um, some little dude, Kelsey O'Neill. I'm guessing that's your son. If so, cute kid. Nice smile. Um, Willow Canyon. Willow Canyon. More Dysart people. So that's just an example of some of the people. Um, the walk-in, the next one is going to be a week from right now. Well, this morning. So April, what is that, 11th? Yeah. Is going to be the statewide walk-in. Make sure if you haven't heard anything about it from your liaisons or other Red Fred people that you get on that bandwagon. I think that's going to be an awesome event. Wow, this one, this picture is crazy. Coming the through. Canyon Elementary School one, that looks like more people than are at our school. <laughs> I'm actually super impressed by how many people wow. do walk-ins today, period. Oh, this there's kids there, too. That's crazy. awesome. That's awesome. Good for you guys. Sweet. So... Up next, um, we're going to have an interview with an educator from Glendale whose name is Haley. I'm not going to give you her last name because... You know, privacy. Privacy stuff. But this is called a, a tease in the business. Let's just say that she is the embodiment of why we're doing this. I like to call her the Red Fred poster child personally because, well, that's exactly what she is. Yeah. Alrighty, I'm here really excited to introduce our very first speaker on the Red Fred podcast. Um, we mentioned earlier that we were going to have a Arizona public school teacher, Haley, from, she teaches over in the Glendale area. And um, yeah, so welcome Haley. Do you, can you tell me about some experiences that you've had in Arizona public schools? Well, um, I can probably tell you horror stories until two o'clock in the morning. Please, um, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have to teach tomorrow. <laughs> um, just things, you know, my first year teaching, I had a girl with Down syndrome from Africa. She had the functional functionality of a two-year-old. Um, she was in my class for four months because that's how long it took for the school to be able to test her. Um, right now I'm teaching 68th graders in one room. Um, this school year I've been punched in the face breaking up a fight. And 
um, told by my administrators that my defeatist attitude is what's causing my failure rather than problems that have existed at the school for four or five years. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, besides that, how's everything going? <laughs> but, um, I mean, how does, when you got into education, I'm guessing, like, you obviously didn't sign up for this, but you, you knew there was going to be a little turbulence, but what makes this different than, like, what everyone else is dealing with? I mean, I can't really speak for what everyone else is going through because I know teachers across the state and across the country mm -hmm. are dealing with pretty intense issues, but I have not spoken to a teacher who is teaching 60 kids at once right now. No, yeah, that's... Can you maybe share, like, a little bit about, like, how did you end up with 60 students? <coughs> right. Um, so basically, there have just been so many middle school teachers quitting at my school this year that there are no more replacements. Um, so we're at a point where the administrators think that this is the best situation in order to get the 7th and 8th graders last minute, kind of a last minute education or instructional push before the AP merit test. And so... Are you in there by yourself? Are there aides? Um, there are aides and they... Still, it's... <laughs> they sit on their phones. Oh, that's, that's good. So, um, um... Maybe they'll listen to the podcast. There you go. Yeah, right? That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we've heard in the news and we've seen it with our own eyes that teachers are leaving Arizona left and right. Mm -hmm. Like better pay, um, class sizes that don't have 60 students in them. Um, like what makes you stay? Um, that's a really good question. And um, kind of something that I've been struggling with for the past couple of months. Um, but education is something that I continue to be passionate about despite everything that I've been going through um, it got me through a lot growing up and um, when I went to NAU I kind of discovered my passion for social justice in relation to education um, and so even going through all of this stuff being punched in the face um, you know walking out with my students after the Florida shooting happened all of this stuff is kind of even made me want to stay more so that I can try to be here for these kids who deserve the same education as kids in any other state. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I mean, I just got chills, so. What, um, tell, I mean, you don't have to say their names because we don't want to, you know, give the kids up, but, like, what is it about some of these kids that makes you go, like, you know what, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go teach the 60 of them? Because there's got to be some of those kids. I'm sure those those kids that drive you crazy, but there's got to be those ones that make you want to go back every day. Yeah, and it's weird because there's two sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. There's kids who who try me every single day, and they're part of the reason that I want to be there because right, I don't want to be another teacher that left. Right. Um, and then there's also the kids who sit there every single day and ask questions every single day and do their work every single day. So kind of both sides of the spectrum are pulling me to go into the building every single day mm -hmm. yeah because yeah, we had the same problem at our school where we've had issues with one of the classrooms um and it's kind of been a revolving door and it it, it impacts the kids you know and it's it's tough because you want to tell them like yeah hey it sucks but you have to kind of put on this facade where it's like it's going to be okay when in reality it's it's not fair to them because they're dealing with like i said a revolving door it's just it's ridiculous yeah, and the students at my school are so used to teachers leaving that they don't trust adults at all anymore, Why would they? and it's yeah. absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Right, and these are just like two isolated instant instances. So you know, it's happening elsewhere and all over Arizona, which is right. unfortunate. 
Um, well, so you have a lot going on in your classroom, at your school, all of this. Um, I know that we, as teachers, also have lives outside of our school life. <laughs> do you? So, yeah, like what do you, is there anything you want to share about that? Um, so I have been working two jobs since I started teaching. This is my third year teaching. Mm -hmm. um, my first two years, I was in the classroom easily 12 hours a day and then would usually work about 20 to 30 hours in a second job outside of that. Um, and that's just kind of something that I'm used to and is basically a necessity. Um, I had to take out student loans in college despite having a tuition waiver. And so I can't basically support myself without a second job yeah um, I so. mean I don't know like I'm not um, embarrassed to share this um, when I was a first-year teacher I was making $27,000 that was my salary and so it's it's like crazy like I was lucky enough where I didn't have to take out student loans but that was just based on like privilege um, right. but I mean so I can't imagine having like loans or real life debt. Um, yeah debt I guess is what I'm trying to say loans and debt and stuff and trying to make it on a teacher's salary I mean it'd be one thing if you had a class of 18 well-behaved lovely <laughs> kids with like a couple stinkers you know but yeah. to have 60 kids and to do all that it's just and then you're you realize you're not making more money than a manager at a gas station right no yeah. disrespect to the to the gas oh, yeah, station owners but it's like you know yeah I mean I've seen teachers on AU's Facebook page and stuff like say they've researched jobs that make as much as teachers do and it's it's kind of embarrassing like we came out with college degrees and hoping we we're gonna make a difference and yeah not really respected for it yeah and it's and it's like bringing up what you say like you know going I just think back to like a bachelor party I went to in Austin a couple years ago two years ago now shout out to my boy Sean um <laughs> it was great it was a great time but like you have to come up with these excuses sometimes where it's like, hey, like, oh, you know, like, I'm not feeling it, like, this and that. When in reality, it's just like, dude, I'm broke. Yeah. You know, I'm broke. And I get it. Like, like we didn't sign up for the lavish lifestyle. We're not, like, rolling in Bentleys to the school. But at the same time, it's like the stuff I feel like we go through. And, I mean, you're the perfect example of it. Like, the stuff we go through, it's, it's absurd. And we don't get the funding that we deserve. And especially... <laughs> Don't even get me started with funding with the kids. That's all. Yeah. Ball game. But. So I, I know that you've said um, that you are going back to teaching next year. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things like? I feel like this kind of got a little bit downer. So what are some? Things yeah. you're, what are some <laughs> of the things you're looking <laughs> forward to? <laughs> um, so my first two years, I was an English language learning teacher. Um, right. and that's kind of my passion. Mm -hmm. um, so next year, I'm going to be going back to the school that I started at. I'm going to be teaching fourth grade ELD. Um, and that's just, I really love the school that I'm going back to. It's in the same district, so it definitely has its, its issues. Um, but the population is refugee students, and I really feel like that community has a strong... like a strong passion for education. Um, yeah. And it's really cool seeing those kids go from not knowing what a light switch is to being able to work a computer and be able to speak in complete sentences in English in just a year. Mm -hmm. um, so those kind of like aha moments that you get yeah. are 
amplify even more so in areas where the kids need strong teachers. Those kids, too, that are all of the teachers warn you about when you go into the classroom right. the first day of school, and then they end up, like, being best friends mm-hmm. with the, the struggling new kid, things like that. Those are the things that kind of keep you keep you in this field. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's just, like, I mean, at this table alone, there's, like, so much passion. It's crazy that, I don't know, it's crazy that it's come to this, like, that walkouts are being talked about, that we're involving the community and our legislators and stuff, like, should have happened years ago. Should have. And it's, I, I can't believe we're sitting here doing a podcast. <laughs> it's like, you know, honestly, two weeks ago when I talked about it, Aaron was like, okay, maybe. And then when we talked about guests, you know, we had all these people lined up, but it made sense to have you on because you're the story that all of us are trying to tell everyone. Yeah. So. Poster child. Everybody should hear about it. She's the poster child. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Haley, thanks for coming on. And, yeah, thanks um, for having me. You have to promise us something. You'll promise us that the next time you get punched in the face, <laughs> you don't punch back, okay? <laughs> Deal? I didn't last time. Okay, I'll yeah. see if I can restrain myself. Can you go two for two? <laughs> but thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, it. Haley. So, special thanks again to uh, Haley for meeting with us. I mean, when you listen to that, it's just like... That's the reason we're all doing this. That's the reason we're all here. And honestly, when people say, I'm willing to walk out, that's why. Absolutely. That's absurd. That's not, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. That's horrible. I mean, I think that conditions like that are what are driving the spark of walking out and why those conversations have really gained a lot of momentum as of lately, that we're all fed up and we're done and we're not getting or hearing what we what we've asked for and what we need. Right, and I, I tweeted at Governor Ducey today, and I showed that picture of my that the paycheck that I got from my one percent increase in sal- or whatever it was a one percent raise, and that's not e- that doesn't even cover the grocery store for a couple trips maybe. Right, especially for me, like I love the grocery store, <laughs> but it doesn't even cover supplies. It doesn't cover anything anything yeah i mean we spend more than that in our classroom in a year i spent that much money buying t-shirts for our dc club i spent that money buying jerseys for uh the basketball team the sock uh my flag football team i mean it's just it's just ridiculous it would be one thing if if governor ducey and, and all the legislators were like hey you know what like we're working at this we understand that but like to to say that that one percent is good enough and to say and to and to kind of hang your hat on that I almost just, at this point, I just feel like it's disrespectful. So I guess I kind of have a question for, like, our listeners. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, like, how many of you guys would be willing to participate in a walkout? Like, I know earlier in the podcast we said we need a little bit more of Arizona's support. But, I mean, once we gain that, I'm I'm curious to know how many of our viewers are supporting that move, like, a walkout right now. Right, all 17 of them. (laughs) No, (laughs) I hope it's more than that. But, um, no, it's true, though, because it's, it's, like, who, when push comes to shove, who's ready? Yeah. Because I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, okay, I thought so. You know, I don't want to. And people are like, oh, you're going to walk out, and then, like, what are you going to do, sit at home and play Fortnite all night? Like, I mean, those teachers in Oklahoma are packing sack lunches and cool. reading bags for their students. It's, it's not going to be a walk in the park. And, I mean, I've said since day one of this movement, like, I don't want to strike. 
Like, I would rather that we got what we demanded and what we deserve. But if it comes to it, like, I'm tired of stories like Haley's. If you hear Haley's story and you don't have any sympathy towards that, and and if you want to, if you listen to Haley's story and you go, yeah, but you have two months off in the summer, I really don't have the time to have that discussion with you because it's absurd. Yeah, no, absolutely not. It's absurd. Imagine if she, imagine if she had a family. I don't think she could. No, she can't. Haley, you can't have a family. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All kidding aside though, it's, it's, it's absurd. So, to so if you have any comments about um, a walkout that you'd like to share, you can shoot me an email. My email is Aaron, E-R-I-N, period, F-R-E-R-I-K-S, at gmail.com. So if you have any, we'd love to start doing, I think, a mailbag segment is what mm-hmm. Jay had discussed with me earlier. If you have anything like that you think we should be talking about on this podcast questions concerns maybe strategies to unify your colleagues that have worked really well strategies that you would love to share with people anything at all shoot us an email get in touch with us we'd love to start doing that part of our segment yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed the first episode and if you didn't just lie and say you did yep absolutely five stars please five stars yeah rate and review subscribe unsubscribe subscribe again and then give us five stars we're available on itunes store we're available on stitcher we're available on uh, that other app, Anchor, um, you can listen to us. I mean, you could come in and watch us, I guess, if you want to. We'll take a live audience. Yeah. We'll get some more giggles in here. Yeah, right, because it's kind of weird when we're just laughing at each other and there's no one else here. <laughs> it's very awkward. Um, but, yeah, so if you're interested, uh, give us a subscribe, and we'd really appreciate that. Okay, I think that wraps up episode one of the Red for Ed podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to our thoughts and our views on all this good stuff. Um, I hope that you're excited for episode two because I know I am. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Thanks for stopping by. And like Aaron said, uh, we'll catch you on episode two. Uh, In solidarity. Red for Ed. Go Celtics.